Welcome back to Black News Tonight. Last May, I interviewed Christopher Rufo. He is the mastermind behind the GOP attacks on critical race theory. And towards the end of our insightful discussion, I asked him a question. It was a, particularly if you're saying whiteness is a thing that is being constructed as negative and shouldn't be, Name, name something positive that you like about being white. My view is that these are actually, should be ascribed to every individual human being. Every individual human being, regardless of whatever racial category we impose on them. That doesn't answer the question, though. I don't buy into the framework that the world can be reduced into these metaphysical categories of whiteness and blackness. After that clip went viral and really made a lot of people in right-wing media upset, Conservative commentator Liz Wheeler chimed in on Twitter. She called out my question. As you see here, she said, where did I call out Mark Lamont Hill uh, and break down the history of critical race theory all the way back to his Marxist roots? She asked to come on the show to discuss this. And I responded uh, how it's fascinating that it's every single one from the right has ignored my question's underlying argument that they refuse to self-critically engage whiteness. So in that spirit, I invited, she said yes, and we are now joined by Liz Wheeler. She is the host of the podcast, The Liz Wheeler Show. Liz, welcome to the show. Tell me, what made you want to come on Black News tonight? Mark, thanks so much for having me. I actually think it's a really fun thing when you can engage with people on Twitter and it leads to a productive uh, conversation. And I think you're one of the people on the other side of the aisle who talk often about critical race theory, talk about racial issues. And I thought it would be fun to have a conversation about it since we seem to disagree on critical race theory. What, what do you think we disagree on? I think we disagree on several things. So if you trace the history of critical race theory back to where it originated, if you take it uh, not just to critical legal studies, but all the way back to critical theory, um, which is a theory that was created at the Frankfurt School by Marxists at the Frankfurt School back in the 1930s, um, you see that this isn't really a perspective on history. This isn't really a theory at all. It's actually a tactic used to, uh, with the intention at least, to start a Marxist revolution. But instead of Karl Marx's vision of a worker-led revolution, those adherents to critical race theory uh, teach a sort of racialism to use racial minorities in our country uh, as a vanguard to spark a, a Marxist revolution here in our country. They do that, as the name would suggest, critical theory, by relentless criticism of the institutions in our country, hoping to undermine them, tear them down, so that they can replace them with Marxist institutions instead. That's, that's the history, that's the reality of critical race theory. And it seems that a lot of people on the other side of the aisle, yourself included, I believe, uh, portray critical race theory as just being a perspective on history or um, teaching you know, the not so good parts of the history of the United States, but you're missing the very big part, the fundamental part of critical race theory. And that is the fact that it's essentially Marxism. Yeah, so I, I would push back against a lot of that um, for a few reasons. I mean, obviously there are influences and all sorts of influences, but, but the Marxist tradition doesn't loom nearly as largely for critical race theory as, as I think you would suggest. But of all the writings on critical race theory that I'm sure you've read, um, do any of them, can you name any, do, can you think of any that, that are calling for a, re a Marxist revolution? 
Sure, and I'm, I'm glad you brought this up because I really encourage everyone who watches my show, watches your show to educate themselves about this. So if you go all the way back to the 1930s at the Frankfurt School, you can read Max Horkheimer's manifesto. He was the second director at the Frankfurt School who called for a Marxist no, revolution. No, a, a critical race it then theories. goes to I'm, Antonio Gramsci, who was, right, right, and I'll get to that. Absolutely, and I'll get to that. We just have to follow it all the way back through the critical race theory. So critical theorists come first. That would be Max Horkheimer and then Antonio Gramsci. He was the uh, communist, the head of the Communist Party in Italy. He's the one who said we need to re-educate uh, a vanguard to spark this revolution. Then we have Herbert Marcuse, who was at Columbia University, as you know. He was the assistant, actually, of Max Horkheimer. Um, came to the United States when Horkheimer uh, escaped the Nazis in Germany, but Marcuse stayed back here in the United States. Then we get to Derek Bell. Then we get to Kimberly Crenshaw. Then we get to Robin D'Angelo. Then we get to Ibram X. Kendi. All of these critical race theory adherents are practicing this idea that we need to relentlessly criticize institutions in the United States, in our government, in our culture, in our society, uh, in order to tear them down to implement instead socialist or Marxist institutions. So all you have to do is read uh, is read the scholarship of these people to see that it actually is Marxism. So I'm glad you brought that up, and I hope that I hope that your viewers. Uh, do educate themselves and do do read this material. And I would ask you, have you read Max Horkheimer's manifesto? So, yes, I've read Max Horkheimer's work, all of the Frankfurt School work, including Horkheimer, Theodore Adorno, etc. Um, but what, you, what you've done here um, is a bit of a sleight of hand. I, I asked you uh, to, to explain where in critical race theory do, is there a call for a Marxist revolution, and then you named people who weren't critical race theorists, and then after you ended that line of, 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 of intellectual lineage, you then said, and there's Derek Bell and all these other people, and you said it started then and it goes to here. But my question still remains, of the people who are critical race theorists, right, and I would dispute you on Ibram Kendi and Robin D'Angelo, neither of whom identifies critical race theory or whose work is situated in critical race theory, although they may support and, and, and think that it's an important body of work. They themselves are actually not that. But I don't, I don't want to get distracted by that. The fundamental question I had for you was, what critical race theorists, not people who you think are intellectually connected to them from a, a century ago, but what critical race theorists do you know that has called for a Marxist revolution? Right. So I think it's important to make a distinction, too, that someone can practice critical race theory without teaching critical race theory. And that's what we see from people like Robin DeAngelo or Ibram X. Kendi or the 1619 Project. Those are the tenets of critical race theory applied to their body of work. And it, I'm, I'm sure that they would admit the same thing. That's not simply uh, my opinion on the fact. But let's talk about a specific issue. So Marxism, the tenets of Marxism are anti-capitalism, right? They think that capitalists are uh, no, the no, no, elite, that capitalism is immoral, for, that I'm, capitalism I'm very, should this, be abolished. One second, just hold on, one I second, Liz. One second, Liz. Listen I think to what I'm saying, because this is a very I important just, point that I'm making. But it's it's it'll it'll get question, to your answer is, in just a second. Just listen to what I'm saying. So. I promise you, I promise you that this will answer your question if you let me finish this. So capitalism is a tenet of our country, right? The free market economy is what makes America great. Marxism, Marxism is anti-capitalist. So when you're looking at these scholars and you're looking at any number of the ones that I talked about, um, you see this critique of capitalism. You see this desire to abolish capitalism. They actually equate many, many critical race theorists equate capitalism with white supremacy. They want to abolish capitalism. So as you know, when people are trying to spark a revolution, they, they focus on the tenets of how they're doing that. So if you wanna know how it's applied, you look at these institutions, you say, okay, the nuclear family, 
okay, capitalism, okay, religious liberty, okay, the criminal justice system. You look at these tenets of American government, and it's more than that. It's the border, it's the Senate, it's all these different um, institutions that underpin our government gotcha. and our society that these critical race theorists criticize and want to overturn. As I said, it's very important to contextualize what we're talking about, to give the full information to the yeah. viewers that we're talking to, to trace the history back to those that said, this is a Marxist tactic, this is how we're going to implement Marxism, and now we're watching that unfold. So again, I, 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 I would not agree with the sort of connections you're making, but again, and I, we're running a little bit out of time here, but you still have yet to name, you, you said that critical races are calling for a Marxist revolution. Would it be fair to say that in actuality what you're saying is they're making critiques of society that you think will lead to a structural change? Is that a more accurate assessment? Because you have yet to name anyone who's actually called for a revolution. No, they are in applying fact, a theory. Most of the critical race theories, let me, they're applying the a theory that is a Marxist theory. theory. Most of, so again, I, I would dispute that, that it's a Marxist theory or that they apply the theory. Because um, one of the things you have to understand, I think, is that most of the tenets of critical race theory uh, most of the, the, the deepest tenets of critical race theory have been offered and, and made by other traditions, other intellectual traditions, other scholars, and certainly not exclusive to the Marxist tradition or even primarily the Marxist tradition. Um, so I would, I would definitely disagree with that, but I, I want to I get your sense on a well, quote Well, if here I may respond to that. Christopher, uh, well, 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 just, just in the interest of time, I have to move on. I only have two minutes, and I'm, I'm, I'm fighting sure. to get those two minutes, Liz. Um, um, my, Christopher Rufo, who is one of the leading opponents of critical race theory, he's leading the charge, he's carrying the flag for this. He said, we have successfully frozen their brand, critical race theory, into the public conversation and are steadily driving up negative perceptions. We will eventually turn it cultural insanities under that brand category. The goal is to have the public read something crazy in the newspaper and immediately think critical race theory. We have decodified the term and will recodify it to annex the entire range of cultural constructions that are unpopular with Americans. When you hear, it sounds like what Chris predicted is what's happening in this conversation, right? That we're taking anything that we don't like, anything that raises anxieties of Americans, we're dumping it into a single pile and saying that's critical race theory and everybody should be, should be afraid of it. It feels very similar to what we did with liberation theology eight years ago when we were trying to scare people about the Obamas or 12 years ago. It feels very much like a moral panic. Uh, designed to get people into poll into polls to vote against you know particular political interests than it does an actual intellectual critique because in many ways this feels like a solution in search of a problem I, I still don't see the revolution most critical race theorists that I know in fact everyone that I've read they're not calling for Marxist revolution they're not calling for overthrowing capitalism they're they're calling for reforming markets they're calling for challenging institutions for reimagining society. Uh, I, I wish they were as radical as you say they are, but I, I'd like to get your take on that Rufo quote. For you know, I want to give you an opportunity to respond to that. Sure. Uh, Rufo says, "Dump everything in." Do you agree? Sure. So I, I think it's important again not to talk in generalizations and not to be vague here to give specific examples so that nothing is misunderstood. So let's talk about a tenet of critical race theory that's being taught right now in an Evanston school district in the state of Illinois. It's a book called Not My Idea, a book about whiteness. And in this book, um, white people are portrayed as the devil, the devil actually tempting children with so-called whiteness. And it's portraying, it's obviously racist, it's portraying everyone who has a certain color of skin as being the devil. This, this book is not only taught to kindergartners, by the way, in the state of Illinois, it's taught to fourth and fifth graders in the state of Pennsylvania. And Mark, honestly, it doesn't matter what you want to call this. It's, and you can call it critical race theory because it's the outgrowth of critical race theory. You can call it racialism because it's a tool to implement Marxism, or you can but call it abject race racism, theory? which is exactly what it is. 
that's what parents what, don't want in our country. Makes, and this, this is my question. Do you think that that's appropriate theory? to that's teach in American schools? I mean, that's a wonderful question. Do you think I'm that's appropriate to, to teach in schools? Say, yeah, no, I don't think it's appropriate to teach in schools, nor do I think it's appropriate to just call it critical race theory. And even you yourself are implicitly conceding that point. You're saying, well, you can call it critical race theory, you can call it racialism. I could call it a hand mirror, but it doesn't make it one, right? So just because we throw labels <laughs> on things doesn't make it that thing. It, it, it would be like if I went to every KKK rally and said, you know what? Well, I, let, let me explain. What let me, the let me explain. That's Republican doctrinism. That's MAGA. That's this. That's we, we, you would be very frustrated with that. And you would say that it's an inaccurate assessment. That that book, that tradition right. that you talk about has in, in absolutely this case, no though, root. In this case, case that's not a good analogy theory. because critical theory so going back to critical theory critical theory teaches that there's no objective truth right that there's just competing narratives and they teach that the workers aren't going to the worker class isn't going to rise up against the elite class to overthrow the government to Liz, impl implement marxism listen there, there, listen to what i'm saying there, this is an important point that i'm making this is an important point that i'm making if you want to have a productive conversation i think you're going to be interested in this I am interested in it, but what I'm asking but you is Herbert what Marcuse critical theory identified no, racial I'm, I'm, minorities I'm, 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 in America. Herbert Marcuse, a critical race theory scholar, Marcuse, as you know, identified racial minorities in the United Herbert States is not a critical race as scholar. the vanguard, the new vanguard, the new worker to usher in a Marxist revolution. To do this, to do this, you have to use this racialism, use this racial divide as a tool to paint all white people as inherently racist. Do you? I mean, do you believe that? Do you believe all white people are inherently racist? So, I, I don't know if you're backing me into a corner with that question, but yes, I, I do. Uh, I do believe that all white people are at some level, at the unconscious level, connected to racism. It's unavoidable. I think all men are sexist at some level. I think that that is absolutely the case. But you said that Herbert Marcuse was a critical race theory. That's theorist. That's simply untrue. That's ahistorical and inaccurate. Um, anyway, I got to go. Uh, I'll have you back, I promise. Uh, I got to take a commercial. Uh, thank you for joining me, everybody. Stay with us here uh, at Black News Tonight. Let us know what you're thinking. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at BNC News. Hit the website up and subscribe to BNC TV, BNC News at YouTube.